Ready to have a deeper conversation about body and soul, sacred leadership, and our collective evolution? Welcome to the Wise Body Ancient Soul Podcast with me, your host, Cherise Sisu. Wondering if you're ready? Trust your path. And here's why. We hold so much wisdom in the body. One of the things that I experienced visiting the Philippines, which is where my mother's side of the family is from, is that my connection with my ancestral land, that happened 100% through this vessel of the body, right? It was 100% transmitted through my body. Eating the foods, eating the fruit picked from the trees there, feeling the earth under my feet. (laughs) The Carol King song is in my head right now. (laughs) I felt the earth move under my feet, but seriously, it was like, even the color of the earth, this like rich red earth, the the smells, um, you know, cracking open a um, a mangosteen for the first time. I didn't even know what they looked like. <laughs> I'd like heard the word. I knew how to spell it, but I, I couldn't even tell you what it tasted like or what it looked like. And then I saw this, you know, exotic, gorgeous fruit um, at the market. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's a mangosteen. I was like, must have. And uh, it's incredible. It's like this this um, thick uh, shell. And then you you cut into that and inside are these wedges, like, like orange wedges, but instead of those little, um, you know, segments within the segments, there are these solid translucent pieces of fruit. And um, it's just astonishing and amazing. And um, the bottom line was, it, it had everything to do with this like visceral, physical experience, including meeting like whole tribes of people to whom I was related. And I, I'm not joking about that. Like my mom's hometown, it felt like every single person that I met, I was related to, like they were a cousin or a cousin once removed or a cousin on my, you know, (laughs) on my grandfather's side or what have you, like the mayor is my cousin. Okay. So it was wild. I've never experienced that level of familial ties or rootedness in any, anywhere that I've lived. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm biracial. I'm half, half Filipino, half uh, European, German, and Danish on my on my dad's side. And so, um, you know, even there in the Philippines, I didn't 100% belong. If you were to ask my relatives, you know, even though I'm meeting them and like we're clearly related, uh, you know, they would tell you I'm white. <laughs> but um, Because of where I am in my journey, I knew heading over there that I was being called to heal some intergenerational stuff. Um, I, I knew my ancestors were guiding my steps. It's why this trip had seemingly materialized um, out of nowhere and, um, and, and just had appeared, you know, in my path. Um, and And what I wanted to say, and really the point of this episode is it hasn't always been that way. Um, And I I got, I got the idea for this topic really, because I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Medicine Stories, and um, the host was talking about, you know, did she 
she and her guest were kind of talking about this idea of ancestral work, visiting those ancestral lands. And she confessed in passing, wondering had she been ready or if the timing had been right. You know, she'd gone with her daughter who as a teen, like has her own needs and pulls on time. And, um, you know, so she felt like her time wasn't a hundred percent her own. Um, the trip wasn't it, like every moment wasn't exactly what she wanted to do. And so she was kind of feeling this pang of regret or, um, you know, not regretting having gone, but just thinking like, oh, I'll definitely need to go back and, you know, quote unquote, not, she didn't use this words, but the, the essence was like, go back and do it right this time, you know, go back and do it consciously this time. And I really wanted to speak to that, that piece of when we go back and we look at something and we're asking ourselves, like, were we ready? I'm going to move my, my thing around here so I can actually see the next, my next point. Cause I will talk for an hour before getting to my next point. If I don't have some kind of reminder, So listening to her talk about her experience, I really resonated with that. I've had those same feelings. You know what I mean? Like, had I known then what I know now, could that experience have been different? Could I have done even more healing? You know, like, what if I hadn't also been dealing with whatever drama was going on in my life, right? In short, like, was I ready? Could it have been better? Could I have been better in that experience? And just like when I was listening to that podcast and I wanted to kind of like reach through my earbuds and say like, yes, your timing is perfect and elegant. It was exact. It happened exactly the way it was meant to happen, right? You are and were right on time. And I say this to reassure and also remind myself because these thoughts come up all the time, right? Trust your path and your body's guidance to show up wherever and whenever you get that call. Okay, I'm gonna say that again, because it's that important. Trust your path and your body's guidance to show up wherever and whenever you get that call. Because guess what, whether you conscious of it or not, your ancestors did guide you there. Okay. And, you know, or your own soul beckoning to you from a prior lifetime, right? The messages came to you through an instinct of feeling to go and you heeded that call and maybe you weren't consciously engaged at that time or don't feel ready now. And what I got so strongly on my trip to my motherland, right, as I scooped and ate the most exquisite papaya or sections of mangosteen or heard my relatives laughter or saw a million and one sites that read home to my DNA. It was that you don't always have to know or be consciously engaged in. And now I am healing my ancestral line, or I am aware that I am uploading codes and downloading information and healing my bloodline because that's all well and good. And it's, it's all, you know, I, yes, it is awesome to be like super aware of that. And we don't have to be because it happens in the alchemy of our bodies in the alchemy of your body, simply by being you and heeding your soul's call. Just trust that. Trust 
yourself. I repeat that for me. Trust yourself, Sharice. (laughs) Trust that the moment that you're called is the moment that you're 100% ready. Because there's so much that happens behind the scenes underneath it all that we may or may not be aware of, right? Our ancestors' dreams and wisdom passed down through blood and bone, our own soul's mandate as we came into the body. We're not always aware at the moment when we're fulfilling a soul contract or learning a lesson we aim to learn before coming into the body. So a great example from my own life, I studied French in high school. Um, Actually, I think I started in grade school and there was a foreign exchange program that was offered and paid for by the school. And of course I signed up. I was, I was 15 years old and it just sounded amazing, right? It would be decades before I recalled my lifetimes in the South of France, where the sacred feminine was revered for thousands of years. Generations of priestesses, sisters, and initiates lived and died there. And I was one of them more than once. Um, And that realization didn't come in really vividly for me until just a few years ago. And that is the story for another episode. (laughs) And yet there I was called to the south of France at age 15 with all my insecurities insecurities and issues and, and, and yeah, like let's just say I was not tuned in at all to past lives or ancestral whatever. I was just like deep in my painful experience as an adolescent, you know, like wrestling with depression and anxiety. Um, and here I was. So I'm on this exchange program. We spent a week in Paris and then we spent three weeks with a host family. And my host family was in Lourdes of all places. Now Lourdes is famous for its healing waters and connection with the Holy Mother. Um, If you happen to have been raised Catholic, you might be familiar with it. You might even have a little vial of holy water from this place, but I was not raised terribly religious. And so I um, had no idea of the significance of this place. And guess what? I was the only person on the program that was called to that village, no other, right? Literally millions of people make pilgrimages to this town for the the sacred grotto that is there um, and the, the healing waters, right? So I was aware of none of this. And yet I was still called there, right? I was the only student there. I started speaking the language like I was born there. Like I came back with this really strong Southern French accent that kind of blew my class away, right? And what I can tell you is there were so many things that still needed to be healed yet in my young body at that age, right? Um, for one thing, I was so shy. Like this was one of the ways that my anxiety played out. I just got there and I was like, what am I doing here? And who are these people? And I just remember arriving at the home of my French family and being shown to my room. And I didn't want to come back out. Like I literally made this sign. Like with my little ballpoint pen, I just like scribbled out this sign that was that said, and somehow I put it on the door. I don't know how I did this. Or maybe I I don't know, maybe I tented it and put it on a little 
thing in the hallway outside my door. Anyway, I figured out some way because I'm like, where did I get tape? Like I just have this. I All I know is I didn't even say, hey, guys, good night. I'm just going to I'm feeling really tired. I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which would have been so adulty, right? I, no, I was like, eek, and I got in there and I did not want to come out. So I made this sign and I was like, and I stuck it on my door and I did not come out of my room until morning. And um, I, in hindsight, I'm like, oh my God, they, I know that they had this like meal planned for me that they were like, who is this girl that we're sharing our home with for the next three weeks? Like looking forward to meeting me and getting to know me. And it's just like, oh God, like, how socially awkward. <laughs> and who knows what was going through their heads. But anyway, in spite of all that, in spite of all of that, right, the seeds were planted. Information was being uploaded and downloaded. In fact, this experience helped pave the way for my later remembering those earlier lifetimes, right? It helped prepare me for later downloads when I got that kind of full on tears gushing down the cheeks, like visceral remembering um, of being a part of that sisterhood. Um, so I just wanted to put this out there because trust, just trust your path, trust your body. Just trust it. Trust where your body takes you. When you're called to go to Glastonbury or the Philippines or the Black Hills of South Dakota or wherever, even though maybe it isn't under the circumstances you might prefer, trust the call. There are no accidents. In fact, that argument you might have had on your trip, let's say with your daughter, right, may have been part of an ancestral healing that needed to happen, right? It, you may have been processing, processing echoes of the past, healing or bringing forward knowledge or wisdom, right? What you'll find is looking back, you'll go, oh, that's why I was there, you know? It's like at the time, I had no connection with the sacred feminine. Like I didn't even know she was a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? All of my learnings had been strictly within the sort of like Judeo-Christian tradition and, um, you know, and pretty light uh, with that. Because I, I think I think my mom, when she came here, really, in a way, wanted to start clean slate. And, um, you know, so we we weren't like huge churchgoers. So I, and even if I had been, that just would have like further alienated me from Divine Mother, right? So all that to say, like, it was only in hindsight that it was like, oh my gosh, of course, of course, of course, that's where I was called. Of course, my I was there physically in person, right? My body interacting with this environment that my soul knew so well. As you progress down the path, the pieces will fall into place. Why a particular place at a particular age under those exact circumstances? So you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I was called there when I was 21. I was so not ready to do the work. And yet you were probably called there at age 21, me there at age 15, because something momentous happened to an ancestor or in a past life at that age 
there never is any accident. So trust, trust that there is always a part of you that knows who you are and the whys and wherefores behind what is happening at any given moment. That part resides in your beautiful, sacred body. And as you learn to trust that instrument of your soul, that physical focus of your soul, that temple of your soul, as you learn to trust your body, it just makes things so much easier and the journey that much richer. So happy travels. (laughs) From my heart to yours, I love you. Take what you need and pass it on. Thanks for joining me on Wise Body, Ancient Soul. I hope it reminds you how powerful and magical you truly are. If you're looking to connect more deeply with the wisdom your body and soul carry, it would be my honor to guide you. Check out my website to learn how else we can play together. And if you feel so moved, kindly subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so more juicy light bringers like you can hear these transmissions. Here's to your joy and wild success. From my heart to yours, I love you. Take what you need and pass it on.